1: is Alan Smith? Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world. With your hosts, Alan and Donna Smith, focusing on driver health, careers, regulations, and the important issues facing the industry. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Ask the Trucker Live begins right now.
0: good
2: evening and welcome everyone to ask the trucker live Uh, i'm donna smith and i will be hosting this thursday evening show tonight um over the road trucking during the holidays and uh, i remind you to stay tuned for our saturday evening shows with your host alan smith as we discuss more trucking related topics um such as regulations wages uh, pretty much anything trucking related but tonight is december 10th 2015 and we are two weeks from christmas or christmas eve and uh, i i can't even believe i'm saying those words um i i feel stressed just just saying them and if you're anything at all like me um even though the joys of christmas are tremendous the tasks of the season can be pretty overwhelming so uh, you have your decorating, your shopping, uh, your cooking, cookie baking, um, and you know all the things that go along with Christmas. And and don't get me wrong, I absolutely love this season. It, it it just can be overwhelming, and and I think it's like that for a lot of people. I I think you want to do things so perfectly, and you know you want it to all work out, and and. And plus getting just excited over the whole thing. So, But tonight we're going to talk more about the stress that OTR drivers face during the holiday season. Um, this can be a, a pretty tough time for many of our nation's drivers, and it's tough for, for a, a lot of people, you know, not just drivers, but they have different uh, experiences. Trucker experiences are a different type of holiday season stress, and along with that, comes a a unique set of um, circumstances, and and those circumstances are very foreign to most of the general population. They they just don't have a clue. Uh, Just some of them is loneliness, isolation, being away from loved ones. Um, Then you've got all the traffic. That seemed to be, I think, the biggest stress for drivers uh, on social media was the traffic. But anyway, our our guest tonight, Carolyn O'Byrne, is no stranger um, as she consults with many drivers who face these difficulties and challenges of OTR trucking. Uh, Her her website, lifecoachservice.net, is a lifesaver for many truckers and their families. And so many reach out to her to find support, encouragement, um, heartfelt advice. It's really just from someone who plays um, a major role and understands the trucking lifestyle because she, she's in it herself. With her, her her husband is also an OTR driver. Um, truck drivers do have a, a, a special place in Carolyn's heart. I've spoken to her, you know, many times, so she's very, very committed. Uh, to her field. She's been associated with the trucking industry since 99 and has always felt strongly that drivers and their families have challenges that most people just do not do not understand at all. Uh, she's a certified colon hydrotherapist with a level one and two healing touch training. Her years of knowledge and her experience in life coaching and health have allowed her to assist many through these difficult situations. So tonight we're going to talk about OTR drivers and their challenges and stress that occurs during the holiday season. And we really hope you call in tonight and share your stories uh, also and perhaps discuss how you deal with your stress during the holidays or even if you don't have any. Um, Our call-in number to the show is 347-826-9170. Uh, and then you have to hit one on your keypad. That kind of lets us know that you want to be a part of the show. So if you're already listening to the show um, through your through your phone lines instead of the internet, then then just click one right now, so that you can be, you know let us know that you want to be a part of the show. So we're going to have uh, a short break. And we'll be back in a minute with uh, Carolyn O'Byrne of LifeCoachService.net. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back.
4: when we open our hearts to those less fortunate than ourselves. Many within the trucking community will need a little help this year. You can make Christmas for a fellow driver's family a little bit brighter by helping the Truckers Christmas Group. Visit truckerschristmasgroup.org to make a donation or buy a gift from the online store. All the proceeds stay within the trucking community. To help with this year's fundraising drive, please visit truckerschristmasgroup.org.
2: Well, we're back, everyone, and I want to welcome our guest tonight. Um, she's doing back-to-back shows. Uh, she was on Real Women Truckers last night doing a health show. So, um, Carolyn, I just want to uh, welcome you to the show. Hello, I'm very
5: happy to be here.
2: Yeah, this is a this is a, a hot topic. Um, there's a lot of people, and they're still coming online. I see I see them all coming on. Uh, so, uh, th- this is you know this is a type of the year. That it's so joyous and yet so overwhelming and stressful at the same time, and it can be you know twice as bad when you're away from home and everything. So I guess uh, I guess we'll we'll just get right right into it here. Uh, as far as first of all, do you feel stressed during the holidays yourself?
5: A little bit. I I try really hard to keep my stress level down. This year has been a little bit more stressful because I've had about 10,000 more things than I had planned on going on. So I'm not quite as ahead in my shopping situation. But um, I I try to plan ahead so that I can make the transition into the holidays and right back out a little bit more smooth.
2: Right, right. I, I hear you, I'm, I'm constantly with lists, and, and for anybody who's listening, um, if you just make a list and throw things on it every day, and you probably do this already anyway, but I, I I could not survive without my lists, or else all this stuff would just get jumbled in my head constantly, but this way I can just, each time I do something, I just mark it off. Um, and it usually gets replaced with five other things, but that's okay, at least they get done.
5: But well, anyway. Um, I'm definitely you know, a list person myself.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I can't survive. Uh, but I was just going to um, say to you, you know, we, we kind of went over some of the things, and we've got uh, people with their hands up, um, and we will get to you. Uh, but some of the things that seem to be most stressful for uh, truckers who drive OTR, um, I know the number one was traffic. Uh, but, you know, what are some of the other ones that you see?
5: Well, not only just traffic on the roads, but because more people than normal are out and about more often, there's right. traffic in the loading and unloading areas. And that makes it difficult to get in and out where you normally can get in and out quickly and a and little bit easily. Um, mm. And then, I I love older people, so I'm not saying anything about the elderly, because I absolutely love the elderly. They're so precious and wonderful. But a lot more elderly people are out than usual, and you'll get stuck behind a 90-pound little lady that drives 20 miles an hour everywhere she goes and forgets the rules of the road. And that can be very frustrating. Right, Um, right. Weather, you know, lots of areas of this country, not where you are necessarily, but lots of areas of the country, by the time Christmas is getting to us, the weather is not good. So adding to the traffic and the stress of all the other holiday issues, the weather can make a difference. The weather can slow us down or get us stuck. I know my husband's been stuck a couple of times out in the weather, and you have no idea when you're going to get start moving again. Sure. Definitely missing missing loved ones, your spouse, children, family, not getting to be with them on special occasions or Christmas activities at school or family Christmas activities or decorating, decorating the house, decorating the tree, putting up lights. Um I did a little feeler on Facebook just to get some comments on the different areas of stress for drivers out there. And I got some really good ones. So if anybody on the call gave me some comments, thank you very much. One of the comments was this lady said that she really misses not being able to cook the big meal for her family and friends. Mm -hmm. And I never thought of that one. That was a really... Mm -hmm. Good comment that I had not thought of. Um, the financial stress of buying extra, buying you know, extra money spending that you don't normally do during the year, finding time or finding a place to shop. Truck stops are doing better. They have some little things with baby dolls and little cars to put together, or little cars for boys and coloring books different things but they are not Walmart. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. it's really hard to find the time, find a place to park and you know, find a way to get that shopping done. And sometimes people's attitude during the season is more giving and more kind and then the other sometimes on the other hand, people are a lot more grouchy and pushy because of the stress in their lives and they're having a difficult time dealing with it. So sometimes you've got either end of the spectrum with um, people being a little bit more kind than usual or people being definitely more grouchy than usual. And then yeah. speaking of grouchy, sometimes it's just because they they themselves are feeling depressed. Um, depression is a big deal during the holidays from stress and all the things mentioned before. And then um, you mentioned loneliness and isolation. Well, when you're missing your family and you can't be with them, or possibly some people out there don't have family. For whatever reason, they're on their own and they hear all the Christmas commercials and see all the things going on and families and get-togethers, and they may not have that support system. And that's very discouraging i can I can definitely see how that would be discouraging
2: well, and then you know, one special oh I'm sorry,
5: I have one little last quick thing and and I don't know if she's listening, but she knew she knows who she is when I'm fixing to say this. One person put she misses the candy <laughs> and so I thought that was funny. I she's so, okay, he, supposed I'm, I'm to be on my, tonight. <laughs> I, I think she might be. So
2: okay. Uh, well, you know, and and you you said something. You know, not having anybody, and I think it would be very very difficult to have very good memories of a childhood Christmas, and then to you know be out alone and you you think of those memories and of course they can be comforting but also they can they can make you sad too because if if let's say those people aren't around anymore or something uh, i can really understand how holidays uh could be very depressing i mean you know it it hits me a little bit because you know my parents are gone and you know i it, it, my sister's gone so uh, really my immediate family isn't in it but you know, of course, I have my children and everything else, to, you know, going on. So, but I could really understand if if people are totally, you know, uh, alone, and you know, they might just have their friends and things like that. Which, trust me, friends are like lifesavers. Uh, but this this can be a very, very, very tough time of year. Um, I'm going to take a call. I've, I'm going to take this caller. Um, they've been holding on a long time. And then we can get back to it. Sure. Area code eight seven zero. Who do we have on the line? Hi, uh, Adela. Oh, hey,
6: how are you? I'm doing just fine. I'm I'm, I'm resisting. I'm I'm resisting. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Adela's uh, oh. referring to the candy.
5: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The guilty oh. party has re- arrived.
6: <laughs> oh yeah, it just it just kills me. Oh, I I love ribbon candy, especially, and it's hard to find. And they have it out. There. Oh yeah, all the Christmas candy it's killing me. It's killing me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I think social media has helped with some of it. Over the years, I can remember,
5: uh,
6: I define being lonesome and being lonely as two different things, and at yeah. the holidays, uh, it's not lonely, it's lonesomeness, and, and, and years and years ago without cell phones and social media, it was really bad. I, uh, I find it is relieved a little bit by social media and, of course, cell phones, but uh, um Driving a truck over the road, the the lonesomeness in the truck is so much different than it is uh, when you're in a home environment because you have too much time to reflect, to think, and and you you on something and you work and you focus on it until you just you have uh, blown it up into a major uh, problem where there was no problem. And being lonesome can really really Put you into a deep funk, a deep depression out here on the road.
5: I agree with that. So what do you
2: do? Oh, boy, yeah. What do you do? I mean, um, I, before Carolyn, because I'm, I'm sure she's got some awesome advice, but I'm going to tell you, in my deepest, you know, um, because everybody will go through a depression or maybe not even a depression, but a downtime uh, during their life. And there's two things that that help me personally, and I'm just going to share this. And number one is I get out, and I'll go in a shopping area or something and do something, and when I see people, I look them in the eye and I smile. And I think, you know what? That could really help. Maybe somebody's feeling really bad right now, and that could make them feel better. And you know what? It makes me feel better. Number two is I do something fun and productive. Um, you know, whatever. For me, you know, I'm not in a truck, so uh, it, it's different. Like I might like make a cake or something and, and send it over to the neighbor. And just that, whatever you can do that is I guess what it is It's a positive thing And it fights that negative energy Which really To me that's what depression is It's negative energy So uh, not to focus On what, whatever it is That's bringing you down But to try, try to do something else I'm going to go on mute Carolyn you want to add to that?
5: Sure She's exactly right Doing for others and not thinking of ourselves constantly is one of the best ways to get out of a vicious cycle of negative thinking and and possibly um self-destruction and being alone can actually you can do something about it you may not have family but i call more friends my family than i even have a family I have had friends to be there for me more than I actually have had family to be there for me. And <clears throat> so there are people out there that are that can be friends if you don't already have friends, just start looking for some friends. They're there. They're they're probably in search of a friend also. Um and it and it's right. a lot of time it's our perception. It's what we think that the situation is. We may see a situation as negative when truly it's a positive situation. So if we can look into the situation from a different perspective and see the good in it, then, you, then we can always find something that can come out of it for good. And um, also, like Donna said, Find something that you can do for someone else. There is no better feeling than to do something for someone. You don't have to have money. You don't have to give money. It's not money necessarily that's going to make that good feeling. Just like she said, she makes a cake. One of my gifts, and and by the way, everyone has gifts. Everyone. Everyone has a gift gift to give to the world. And one of my gifts, I think, is being able to listen to other people and help them with the situations that they're dealing with and just letting someone tell you their situation. Even if you don't give them any advice, even if you don't give them any solutions, just letting them talk and vent and tell you what's going on all by itself can make a huge difference in another person's life and you can do that and that can make you feel good inside so um, it's not just being alone doesn't have to be a lonely or a lonesome situation We, we can get out of that if we think of that situation and and put ourselves out there to help others. What do you
2: think and about social that, Ms. Media is a, social media oh. is a great outlet um, with all the groups. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Um, you you can just, because you know what, whatever you're feeling, there's uh, thousands of other people feeling the same thing. So you're not alone in in that respect. But you know encouragement from friends and um just doing positive things it really i look at depression as negative energy and um and how do you fight neg- negativity with with something positive um and it you know it's a lot easier said than done but you'd be surprised when when you go out and you just look at somebody and you know you, you might say a kind word or something it really it, it's a tremendous um Buffer, I'll call it that. It's a good buffer. Th- does that help, Adela?
6: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I wanted everybody else to I, I, I have come up with two or three small solutions for myself, and I look through my groups and my friends and stuff, and I'm reading what's – I make it a habit to make one phone call a day, every day, to someone that I haven't talked to in a while, just to check in and see how they are. I know it makes me feel better when they do it for me. Right. And uh, I I take time, you know, in and out of the truck stops, deliveries, pickups, and say I see someone and I admire their hair or I like their purse. And you think, well, gee, well you know, I like that. I make it a habit at least once a day to take a stone someone that something that I've admired or appreciate, and I say to them, "Gee, I don't really like your hair," or that's first, or, boy, I love them boots. I make it a habit to do that at least once a day. Make the one phone call and the one comment, and it picks my spirits up 100%. You Absolutely.
2: Oh, that, and, and, and it does, you're right and it on track. it doesn't cost anything. That's right.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to leave your line open, Adela. Um, I'm going to pick up another caller, uh, area code 607. And uh, who do we have here?
7: Bah humbug, and a merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> uh, this is Tom Kirk from Rochester Living. How are you doing tonight, Donna? And I'm, Carolyn? I'm great. I'm great, great Tom. And, and, and I, you know, I'm going to say my kind word to you. I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me on Friday down at Gaps that morning when I was so stressed. That helped calm me down for the rest of the day. So thank you very much, I know.
6: You're more than welcome. Uh,
7: But but, but, you know, with some of the things that that everybody's talking about, uh, I have a little bit different perspective on the holidays. I worked retail for ten for ten years before starting to drive trucks, so holidays to me became a day off. Uh, There was really no real enjoyment for most of the major holidays for me because of you know Christmas Eve. You'd get in very early in the morning. You'd work till five six at night. You'd go home. You'd be exhausted. You'd rest up or sleep most of Christmas Day to go back in early for the after Christmas sales. And the people who couldn't figure out how to, where the on and off switch was on a simple piece of electronics. Um, and on that kind of and so I developed something a little bit different, which I've kind of rolled over into trucking, and for me it works pretty well. I celebrate Russian Christmas. Uh, which is basically the 12th day of Christmas, or January 5th. And that gives me a little bit of break. It also does a couple things that are a little different. You, everybody wants to get home for Christmas, which can be a stress itself. You know, if, if the weather goes bad, if loads get canceled, if anything happens, you're trying to figure out how you're going home. If you drive for a company like I do, your poor driver manager is pulling their hair out because they've got 50 drivers and motors trying to go home, loads are falling apart left and right. How are they going to get everybody home that's supposed to be home for Christmas? And by taking a non-traditional time to go home, one, it makes everybody stress less. But two, now you've got everybody after the first of the year that wants to go back out and start making money because everybody stayed home a little bit too long, spent a little bit too much money, and, you know, that first week or two after, you know, after the first year, freight tends to be a little slow. So by going home around the time that freight's a little bit slower, you're also relieving some of that stress of, okay, I need freight, I need miles. And so by kind of budgeting and doing things a little non-traditionally, I found that lowers some of my holiday stress. Uh, and that's, like I said, it's an odd way of looking at it, but to me I also get to enjoy it a little bit more because I get to relax. I'm just not as stressed and and everything else.
2: Oh, that's a, you know, and and that's a, you know, that's a solution. Um, Just do it a different time of the year.
7: And 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 like I said, I learned that from retail. I kind of incorporated. The other thing, though, is I do have a son. The one thing we have started as a tradition, we didn't do this one year and it really bothered me. Every year for Christmas morning, I make sure I'm in an area that has cell phone service. They call me, and he unwraps his presents on the phone. Uh, It may sound a little corny, and it's not the same as being there, but it does give me that little sense of family and whatever. And then, you know, uh, quite a few of us that I'm friends with, we'll kind of figure out who's going to be working Christmas Day. And half the day or more, you know, we spend on the phone talking with each other, joking, uh, a lot of my friends who know me real well knows every year around Christmas, my nickname's The Grinch. I really mm-hmm. love Christmas. I really do. But I wish everybody a Bahumbug Humbug. And a Merry Christmas. do um, uh, you ever do I mean, FaceTime? Uh, no, I haven't. Because partly in the past, uh, I, I was a customer of that evil company called Verizon, which never gave mm-hmm. me enough data. Uh, and I just recently switched carriers to an unlimited plan, so I'm going to be I'm starting to use things like FaceTime and Skype more. But you know, for the most part, you know, people who have had you know the, the plans that limit your data, a lot of us, and actually a large number of drivers, it still surprises me how many drivers use the phones. I, I mean, I can think of at least four or five off the top of my head who still use flip phones. So, you know, that's why I just found, you know, the old-fashioned thing. It works. Uh, it's not perfect, but it, but it's better than nothing. And, and this year we may try FaceTime now that I have the new data plan. Um, but, you know, those are just some of the things that's kind of looking. You know, truck drivers, I always say, are great at looking outside the box and finding these weird solutions. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's a corny sense of humor, like, you know, wearing it, wishing people a Merry Christmas or a happy bah humbug. Um, and last year on Christmas Day, I was with a friend who were having breakfast. So somebody walks in, and the waitress said, Merry Christmas. And me and this woman who just walked in almost in unison went bah humbug. And we just uh-huh. looked at each other and just Started laughing. It was like this instant kinship. The person I was having breakfast with, and the other, and the woman starts to look at each other. And goes, "You have one of them too." I'm so sorry. <laughs> and yeah. in that like thirty second span, we just had so much fun because it was just one of those cases where we had two Grinches together, two people commemorating. You're with the Grinch. I'm so sorry. And it was just. It actually really was a fun. Christmas morning, everybody started laughing and in an odd way by being a little grinchy and put everybody in the Christmas
2: spirit. Right, so, right, because, you know, they knew it, you were just joking. So, I'm going to I, tell you a lot of things that um, I love if I'm on the highway and I see that truckers do when they put the wreath on the front of their truck or if they put Christmas lights on their truck. I just think that is so cool. And uh, it you know it, it shows hey you can still get into it you know this is this is what you do and and this is kind of your home to decorate uh, on the road so do you okay. notice um, both of you I, I have both your lines open Idella and uh, Tom and even Carolyn does your husband decorate uh, his truck or do you notice more or less trucks doing that? Uh, nowadays
5: i notice lots of trucks doing that my husband does not i don't know if it's because he doesn't want to or because he drives for a company and i don't know if they allow it so um but i do i see lots of trucks decorated up and i think that's so neat i I think it looks really great Uh,
2: me too i love it and i love lights anyway i'm one of those people that loves to you know go out and, and, you know, look at all the lights in the neighborhood, and I always liked it ever since I was a kid, you know. So I really get into Christmas, but I still find myself overwhelmed and stressed, and, and the lists do help me, though. Um, I'd have to say that that's probably my my number one help not to be stressed is, is making a list. Um,
7: Carolyn, I, I
2: wanted to. Huh, go ahead, Tom.
7: To, to answer your question, personally, I don't decorate my truck for Christmas. Partly because if I did decorate my truck, I'd only have to decorate it once because it'd never come down. <laughs> I, I, I'm one of those. Once the decorations come up, they can stay up for the next ten years.
0: <laughs>
6: um,
7: and, you know, occasionally I hose them off with a pressure washer, they're fine. So, so what if they, they, it's lost all its needles on the roof? All um, right. Uh, but, but the, the thing is, and this is a question I actually have more for Idella, something that I noticed last year, and I actually came up on a conference call at, uh, earlier this week with the Road Pro Driver Council, um, several of us have commented this year, it does seem like uh, the truck stops are ne- not decorating to the extent that they have in previous years. It doesn't seem like drivers are decorating their trucks like they have in previous years. even. You know, going along the road and looking at the houses, they don't seem as decorated this year. It just, you know, and you don't hear quite as much Merry Christmas and stuff like that. So that was actually something came up this year that it just really doesn't seem like people are, are, are in the Christmas spirit as much as previous years.
2: Well, you know what my answer to that is, okay? I believe that people are. Uh, afraid to say Merry Christmas, which I'm not, and I I say Merry Christmas to people, and if they don't want to say it back, then that's up to them. But we've become a society of um, denial or or whatever you want to call it, political correctness to the point that you're even afraid to wish someone a Merry Christmas, And, and it's really sad.
7: Or even a happy holidays, but I think the point that I'm making is Donna. It just does not seem like all the trappings and stuff that go along with it. People just are not bothering this year. Okay, uh, but, and, but but, 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 and, but and everybody I mean,
2: jump in here if if you want because I've got your lines open. But I'm. I, I but, just but that's why say. I want to
7: hear from Idella. She's no, noticed it that. You know, but, but you know, the, the thing is, now, don't get me wrong, all the stores are still doing their Christmas and holiday sales. They're just not decorating. You know, they're still trying to do it, but that's why I'm wondering if Idella has noticed that as well.
6: Um, you know, I I can't say that I I have noticed that uh, uh uh it's not as much as it usually is, but by the same token, as you well know, I cross the border all the time and i i noticed that you know we've got happy holidays i don't see the merry christmases and blah blah this state side but i'm going to tell you right now the canadian side they've got merry christmas written all over the border at the 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 check stations uh i was really surprised uh that they're they're not being politically correct well uh, well good, good for the
2: canadians
6: and, <laughs> well, and i'm
7: I, uh I just really I thought the Canadians were politically correct and not being politically correct, but, that, but that's a whole other conversation for a different show. Uh,
2: yeah, um, but but you know, Tom, Tom, to answer your question, uh, and or to to say, I've noticed this: if you are suppressed to say something, don't you think that takes away from you know how how you react? It, it kind of squelches.
7: Well, now with truck drivers. The more you tell us we can't do something, the more likely we are to do it. Um, but you're, you're I, talking I, I about
2: going into places.
7: You know, you're but talking about other even the drivers places. themselves. I'm not seeing the drivers decorating their trucks, wishing the Merry Christmases to each other, wearing the Christmas T-shirts, the Santa hats, you know, the, the, the flashing, blinky, bling, bling, Christmas bling, bling. You know, you know, most years, you you can't. You probably couldn't go a day without walking into a truck stop and seeing some driver or somebody wearing some kind of a flashing uh, reindeer ears or, or something, uh, you know, well, that, that's a little, well, ostentatious. But, but th- what I'm almost wondering a bit more is because the last truck stop, actually, I think it went almost the opposite extreme. Because I think it came, it was near just before Halloween or just after Halloween, they were already decorating for Christmas. Uh, and, and I think from talking to some of the people in, in that meeting the other night, uh, what a lot of people says is, is that was saying is, you know, I think people are just burned out because certain stores were celebrating Christmas and it wasn't even Halloween yet. And, and that's what I'm kind of wondering is, is we've been, quote unquote, holidaying for so long, people just don't care
2: well i i don't know i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's more i'm leaning more in the other direction of um society squelching um uh the the meaning of christmas and 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 all like that I, you know it it really bothers me and maybe that's why you know um i'm bringing it up um but well, the, I, uh, I need i need your two
5: cents in here yeah the- the political stress that's going on right now that I definitely don't want this conversation to go in that direction, but the political stress that's out there right now is really thick. And a lot of, and it could be possible that the morale is down because right. of the strong political stress going on in our society right now. And that could and, and possibly
7: it be the issue. Right. Well, and I actually did ask another friend a similar question today because uh, her and her husband are doing coast to coast runs. And I said, Have, have you noticed it? You know, we've noticed it doesn't seem as Christmassy as some years, but, but her thought was there's so much uncertainty right now in the trucking industry over freight rates and several other things. They're just wondering if, if drivers are stressed and uncertain. Uh, Because they're kind of going, well, you know, what's the freight rates going to be tomorrow? You know, what's the e-log thing going to be, well, literally tomorrow in this case? Um, And there's so much of that stress going on. Uh, And even, you know, a lot of the the truck stops, you know, it seems like some of their discretionary spending of things that they normally do is down as well. You You know, these little things they do for the drivers, whether it's decorating or whatever. So... You know, there is that kind of thing that people are starting to wonder. You know, what's the economy going to do, and are people pulling back in fear, and that's that's kind of affecting the Christmas spirit on top of everything else. That's right. Well, they're they're very well could, being,
2: I guess.
7: They're being the conservative headcount. with their
2: spending. Mm-hmm.
5: Their spending is they're being conservative with it, with the not the unknown out there of what's going to be going on in the future.
2: Well, uh, Carolyn, I wanted to ask you a question. Um, do you notice more um, more people contacting you during this time of year than uh, other types of years with, with situations? Um, you know, does it go up?
5: Not necessarily does it go up, but usually the conversation changes or the topics change this time of year. Um, Mm -hmm. In one way it goes up, and in another way it goes down, so it kind of balances it out because some people put their shelves on hold for the Christmas holidays and do for others. And some people see the need that they're not going to make it through the holidays if they don't do something for themselves. So it kind of balances itself out. But definitely the topic, it's a different topic and conversation going on this time of year usually. Because most people are in very similar situations with family and finances and that type of thing. Sure.
2: Sure. Sure. And and just for we've got a lot of um callers and, and this is normal, they'll they'll come in late on the show. Can can you just um share with us what you do? Carolyn O'Byrne is our guest tonight from lifecoachservice.net, dot net and uh she she helps a lot of uh drivers and their families through a lot of challenging times. So, um just Can you just share a little bit uh, about what you do for those who just came on? Because I, I had an introduction, but I think they missed it.
5: Sure. Well, because I've lived the trucking industry, I've lived the life of being in the trucking industry, I I have seen so many times over and over that people in either drivers or families of the drivers, they have situations that are unique that that the rest of the world has no idea about. They they just don't get it. And they need to be addressed and they need to be helped. And there are so many drivers out there and so many... There are more families of drivers than there are drivers because most drivers have an abundance of family. And so they're struggling with particular issues pertaining to the trucking industry. And that's what I help people with. I don't only work with drivers I work with their families also to help sometimes i work with only the driver and sometimes i work with only the family and sometimes i work with them all but um i work i help them with personal development working on relationships and having relationships long distance um i, I i'm also in the alternative help field So I work with them on getting their health back on track, not only individually but as a group. It it works so much better if everybody's on the same page with getting their health back in shape. And so um, working toward a goal together is so much easier
4: than working toward a goal by yourself.
5: So I always encourage families to work together together with that in mind is possible and sometimes it's just not possible but um and i also am used to packing up food for my husband so i've got lots of good uh ideas for how to make it on the road and eat right at the same time and i think tom probably has some good ideas for that too but um yeah
2: he, he does <laughs> that's I uh, got there's
5: it.
2: there's there's a lot of callers uh coming on the line right now everybody uh welcome to the show um we're talking about o t r trucking uh during the holidays. a lot of good information if you want to be a part of the show put, click one on your keypad and that'll that'll notify us that you want to uh comment or share what your experiences are. What's the worst time of year for you? uh being during during christmas time or the holidays of uh what's most stressful how do you deal with it and things like that and for those listening on the internet if you want to call in uh just dial 3478269170 and then again click 1 on your keypad and it raises your hand So I don't see any more hands coming up, so I think everybody's just kind of listening. I wanted to talk about if if people notice uh, on TV, I notice there's a lot of emphasis on spending, okay? Two things I want to bring up. Number one, it seems like, you know, um, it's like, Jewelry time, you know, you even go out and you see jewelry sales and this and that. And and then there's a lot of car sales. Do you think it gets people down when, you know, they, they they look at these things and like, oh, I can't afford this kind of stuff, and then they just kind of get depressed about it? Do you think that plays anything in it? I was I was thinking about that the other day.
5: Yeah, for some reason, our society thinks that they have to keep up with the Joneses. And that's just not true. We don't spend a lot of money on Christmas at our house. We do do Christmas and we do spend money, but we don't go to extremes. And I, I know of people that just spend tons of money at Christmas. And not only do I, I just don't see the point of spending so much money, but I, to me that would put so much stress on me to have to have such big extravagant gifts. And it just doesn't have to be. Christmas is a time for giving. It is. But you don't have to give only something that costs money. You can give of yourself. And many times giving of yourself is so much worth much, much more than giving someone something. And so um, just keep in mind you do not have to compare yourself to anyone else. Give of what you can, whether it's a
4: whatever type of
5: gifts you can give, or like I said, give of yourself, think of ways, get on the internet, and the internet's a a plethora of information that's there to give you ideas or come up with your own unique ideas of how, how to give of yourself, that way that if the financial stress is not there, that'll alleviate a lot of tension and Possibly a lot of arguments or relationship issues.
7: Sure, sure. Uh, absolutely. I, I can interrupt real quick just for a second, Don and everybody. I need to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah because I just got passed by a Lenora. Right, <laughs> right. No, and, and, you know, I forgot
2: it is Hanukkah right now. Uh, so, yeah, happy uh, Hanukkah, uh, everybody.
7: And, and, I mean, i got a, a, a minivan just drove by me to had a Lenora with the appropriate number of candles lit on their roofs. I, I, yeah. I, I'm just, I, I'm kind of like, I, I wish I could have taken a picture because I'm driving. I could have. I'm going, okay, that was cool. How often do you can can you tell people? I just got passed by Lenora, so uh, I stand corrected. Somebody has the holiday spirit.
2: Well, that's wonderful, and you know that reminds me of growing up. I grew up in New York, and uh, a, a, most of us you know in in New York years ago, you had neighborhoods, and I don't know you know if it's like that now. I haven't been there in quite a while I mean lived there, but there were neighborhoods, and our neighborhood was predominantly uh Jewish, Italian, and irish i mean that just seemed to be the neighborhood that we lived in and we always had a christmas uh a Christmas pageant, and we called it a Christmas pageant, but you know a good portion of uh the kids were jewish and what we would do is we sang together all together hanukkah songs christmas songs and we loved it you know i mean there was there was it, was it was it's such a wonderful memory i have growing up in that kind of atmosphere where everybody just enjoyed and respected you know uh one another so uh you reminded me of that when when you said that uh tom uh, and I forgot well, it coincidentally,
7: I'm, I'm near the Catskills and near the area you grew up, a little north of the area you grew up in. So mm-hmm. it, it, there is still quite a few of the Jewish communities up in this general area.
2: Okay, okay. I was in Yonkers, North Yonkers. And back then, you know, the schools, um, you know, it went by where you lived. It was your district. So that's why... I I, yeah, I could remember on Wednesdays, you know, we'd go to catechism, and then the um, the Jewish boys would go on Friday uh, to their class and get out early. So lots of great memories, but you know, it, it's just and they used to call it a Hanukkah bush. Uh, they'd have a Christmas tree, but they wouldn't call it a Christmas tree. They called it a Hanukkah bush, <laughs> and I used to crack up. <coughs> So, anyway, I'm just sharing some of my memories. Um, Carolyn. Yes. We've hit the financial stress. What about people who aren't in a relationship? Is this tough for them?
5: It depends on their perspective of things. A lot of times it is very tough because they see the families or the couples or they see the ring commercials or hear them on the radio. And it is very hard for some people. It's just everybody is different in how they perceive their situation. So it can definitely be difficult for the single people out there that don't have a significant other. And um, sometimes that's the very reason that they call, that's that's one of the this time of year topics uh, that are predominant, so yeah.
2: Okay, that's what I I you know I can imagine that you know, it just seems, uh, I mean it's just kind of common sense, but I can understand how, especially people maybe they were just recently divorced uh, or something, and maybe the the man you know it, it doesn't have his kids this year. I mean, th- this is a time of year where it's so so much emphasis is focused on family that if if you happen to be in a situation uh that you you know your family isn't around or you know you you're you're kind of without not without a family, but you know not um, directly with your family then well, i can a, I can really see it would be hard
5: in a divorce
2: situation
5: <clears throat> a lot of times what happens is you when you were married, you had our friends. And then when the divorce happens, not only is it kind of awkward for the divorced people, but it's awkward for the friends because they feel like if they do something with this person, then they are not friends with the other and vice versa. Right. And then they almost have to double up to do something with each different one during the holidays. So it really makes it difficult for the divorce the divorced people to... Figure out which friends are on which side because a lot of times people take sides in this situation to um, see what direction they're going with their friends. And sometimes everybody will take one side and not the other. And then that one person is the friend's base that they had had for years. All of a sudden they don't have anymore.
7: And that's very Mm -hmm.
5: difficult. Right.
7: Absolutely. something else i'd like to like to bring up to is is we're starting to see particularly as drivers are getting older uh there are a lot of drivers who are losing their spouses or partners to death and in many go. cases the other direction so you know something i'm going to encourage drivers to do and, and i'm stealing this idea from this um, young lady by the name of idela uh I, I don't know who she is but maybe she'll call in later but Uh, As it gets closer to Christmas or even on Christmas Day, reach out to some of those drivers or their families and just let them know that there are people who care about them. You know, you you don't necessarily want to bring up about the loss, but just say, hey, just calling to wish you a Merry Christmas. You know, is there anything I can do for you? You know, you may not want to call the Christmas Day, but maybe a day or so before or a day or so after. And just see if there's anything that they need. They may need a friend to vent to. You know, maybe you'll be passing a similar truck stop or, or close enough to get together where you can maybe get together for a meal. But just reach out to some of those people because um, my mother, unfortunately, has lost two husbands. And every Christmas is a bit rough for her, um, e- even after all these years. So that is something that until you've lost a spouse, you know, my mother said this with a few friends, you never understand what a Christmas holiday or certain other holidays are like. Until after you've lost a spouse, and um, you know, Surely. I, I'm not in that situation, so I really don't know what she's going through. But you know, that is something to keep in mind. Is you do have drivers out there, or you know, you may have a good friend who's lost her husband who was a driver. You know, this is a good time of year to make sure that they're not forgotten.
2: Absolutely, and right. you know that, and that's that's what I mean. You know, when you keep thinking of Christmas time or Hanukkah or the holiday time of family, and then now all of a sudden, you know, a big part of that is gone, this can be a really tough time. And and like I said, that's still negative energy. I mean, um, you know, it's going to bring you down. And the only thing I know of is to do something positive for someone else maybe someone else is going through a similar thing and you know you want to encourage them i often think about um the nursing homes how many people are left in a nursing home and you know nobody ever comes around um i know this would be very difficult for truck drivers to do but for other people who are listening you know if you can uh spare a day to uh, volunteer and just visit people at a nursing home, um, I'm sure they would be really, really happy. Or make some cookies. I don't know if they'd let you bring in the cookies because you know there's you have to be careful now. There's a lot of crazy people that do crazy things. So, but I, I would think that uh, they would welcome they would welcome things like that or volunteer at a food bank or um, There's a lot of really, um, really good positive things you can do to counteract and and buffer that that negative uh, energy that goes on. Um, You agree with that, Carolyn? Yes,
5: that's a wonderful thing to do. Plus, it it just makes you feel good. You're doing so much good for others, but it's a wonderful feeling inside for yourself also.
2: Because when you're helping someone else, you're really helping yourself. Because, you know, you're making someone... You know somebody else is hurting, and you're relieving their pain, and by doing so, now you feel like you're you're um, relieving your own pain. So uh, that that's just how I <clears throat> how I see it. That's
6: right.
7: So, so, something else, though, so I, I think that goes along with it too, is sometimes you know, and, and I've been guilty of this recently. Sometimes you get so involved in trying to help others. Uh, that you forget it's sometimes okay to say no, because uh, very, very recently, you know, I have pulled back from a lot of things that I should be doing, my blogging and other stuff, because I was just getting so overwhelmed uh, because I was trying to do too much, trying to help too many different people with too many different things, and I, I was bur- I was burning out, and I just had a couple couple of friends who took me aside and said, "You need to take a week or two off and just relax." And I thought I had done pretty good about recovering. And then I finally got a, a full weekend off, well, not a full, but a 34-hour reset. <clears throat> and I kind of called the one friend and says, okay, you can tell me you told me so. And they're like, why? I just slept about 24 to 26 hours of a 34-hour reset. And they're like, well, I've been trying to tell you for a month or two you've been doing too much. So sometimes you do need to do something for yourself. Uh, you know, something I did this year, I normally don't buy myself a Christmas gift. I bought myself a Christmas gift this year. Uh, it wasn't anything overly elaborate. It was a shaving kit. Uh, but it was because I've realized I need to take a little bit better care of myself. And this is one of the ways that I, I can do that. And, you know, you know, don't get me wrong. It is very important to help others and, and to give back to the community in general. But you also have to sometimes... But taking your, care of yourself a priority, too. And this time of year, it's easy, I think, for us drivers to get so caught up in, you know, trying to do what's right by the company, trying to do what's right by our family, trying to do what's right by all these various stressors or, or pulls in different directions. We sometimes forget we need to take some time to take care of ourselves. And I, I know I will, will probably comment that you periodically see different women talking about things they do, um, to take care of themselves on some of these
6: Facebooks. Are you there, Tom? We lost him. I think
5: we lost him. Well, he he hits on a, a point that I actually have definitely talked about, posted on Facebook several times. If we don't take care of ourselves, especially emotionally, we can't, we don't have what we need to give. So, We were talking about the lonesome people out there. We were talking about the people that didn't have others where they had a lot of time for themselves to one way to get them out of that down feeling or that negative feeling is to do for others. But the people that are constantly doing for others, there's got to be a balance there. You have to invest in yourself. And do. one of the ways to invest in yourself that's more important than, and I think a shaving kit is great. I love it. I think that's a great thing because that's kind of a luxury for a guy, just like fingernail polish and makeup is for a girl. But um, one of the things that, that's more important than shaving kits and fingernail polish is taking care of our emotional self because a lot of times we may be that ear to listen to someone else or we may be that encourager and then we forget that we ourselves need that same thing we're just like everybody else we need that encouragement we need to um better ourselves and 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 do self improvement and to see where do we where do we want to go what are our goals what where do we want to be in a year where do we want to be in a month? Where do we want to be in 10 years? And we've got to set our standards for ourselves and our goals for ourselves. And sometimes we forget to do that. We just kind of wing it through life without actually thinking, what do I want to do? And and that a lot of times gets us down because we don't have that forward-thinking mindset that keeps us going, that keeps us happy and peppy and feeling good inside. So no, he, that was a good point. Sorry That's a very we lost good him. point. That was a good point. <laughs> I know
2: he'll. Hopefully he'll call back in. Um, this happens, you know, calling in and you drop your call, but most people call back in, and um, we're we're even getting more callers uh, calling in, and I'm sure on the internet they're they're coming on too. Only I can't see those people. I can only see on the switchboard the callers. Uh, but for all you people just calling in, welcome to the show tonight, OTR trucking during the holidays, the stresses. Um, Carolyn O'Burn of LifeCoachService.net is with us tonight. We've talked about depression and loneliness and how to counter counteract that, uh, the idea of financial stress, uh, not being in a relationship stress, and uh, not being able to participate with your family during uh, all the – Uh, the Christmas procedures that go on, the parades, and decorating the tree and making cookies or something maybe that you were used to. And um, then we have the traffic, the excess traffic, and um, uh, we haven't even hit the weather yet. I mean, that's got to be a downer. Uh, But for everybody who's just called in and if you'd like to be a part of the show, uh, click one on your keypad now and what that does is it it raises your hand and lets us know, you know, you have a comment or a question um uh, and for those on the internet, uh just dial in 347-826-9170 and click 1 on your keypad. Um I'm going to we can talk about the weather a little bit and of course we're going to kind of touch later on some of the highway things and uh, uh, that have gone through towards the, the announcement part of the show. I do have a couple announcements that I, I want to make, uh, but we're going to take a short break right now, and uh, we'll be right back.
4: Christmas is the time of year when we open our hearts to those less fortunate than ourselves. Many within the trucking community will need a little help this year. You can make Christmas for a fellow driver's family a little bit brighter by helping the Truckers Christmas Group. Visit truckerschristmasgroup.org to make a donation or buy a gift from the online store. All the proceeds stay within the trucking community. To help with this year's fundraising drive, please visit truckerschristmasgroup.org.
3: Hey everybody, Alan Smith here and I want to tell you about TruckerLawyers.com TruckerLawyers.com helps drivers with their legal needs and they specialize in workers' compensation, trucking accidents, employment law and other areas. TruckerLawyers.com arms you with important information regarding workers' compensation and your legal rights and they are also available to help you find assistance for additional legal issues. This includes determining how to get you the best benefits possible for your situation. The website Site, truckerlawyers.com is a resource where you can learn more about your legal rights as a driver feel free to continue the social media conversation by liking them on facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash trucker lawyers and follow them on twitter as at trucker lawyers call them to talk through your questions at 1-800-736-5503
2: Well, welcome back, everybody. Trucking during the holidays—it's—it's it's not easy, and uh, we're talking about all kinds of topics here tonight. I do want to make an announcement, though. Uh, we've got a lot of callers on the line tonight, and I'd like to share uh, this with them. Uh, if you're an owner-operator, um, small fleet, whatever, and and you're kind of tired of load boards and things like that, of sitting in truck stops or uh, there's a free app out there right now uh that is pretty much leveling the playing field uh, between the large carriers and the owner operators and this app could literally eliminate pretty much the the term backhaul which a lot of people associate with you know the wording of cheap freight and what it does is it it's an app that identifies your location your your truck type your route your availability Um, and then it will post loads, availability, and offers to your phone, to your smartphone directly, and then you can either accept it or not. Um, The beauty of this is it reduces paperwork because the the app generates, uh, once you accept the load, it generates all the paperwork, sends it to your email, creates a bill of lading, invoicing, gives real-time order tracking capable to your customer, And the beauty is it's free. Uh, The service is free for truckers, and there's no commitment. So really it's a no-brainer just to to download this app to your phone and then, you know, watch it work. And then if you don't like it, you know, uh, you you remove it. I I guess, you know, it's that simple. But as far as we can see, it's a win-win. Now, to make it even uh, more enticing, we've got a great – Campaign going on with Zyper right now, and that's X-Y-P-P-E-R, okay, uh, Zyper.com. And if you sign up for the app, download the app, uh, you'll automatically be placed in a drawing for a Falcon Eye dash cam. And this is the two-camera 1080p trucker dash cam, so um uh, it includes actually two cams and it's sixteen gigabytes. Um it says here I, I took it off their website, sixteen gigabyte S D and I'm not surely what, sure what the S D means. Pro- probably Tom knows what S D means. But <clears throat> um download uh your Zyper app iPhone or Android. It's X Y P P E R dot com. And just download it and, and you'll have a an entry for this uh dash cam. We'll announce the winners of the dash cam in January and we'll post it on Facebook and uh ask the trucker live. So I just wanted to make that announcement. And Carolyn, and I, I, I wanted we're we're talking about the truck driver um situations during the holidays and uh you've opened up an an offer that you've done uh on your website, I mean, you all you have a, a free consultation, but now you've kind of even did something special. Can you share with people, you know, what they can do from your website, what you're offering yes. for a special?
5: It is, it is not on my website. It is so new, actually. The only person that knows about it is Donna. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'm going to post it on social media probably this evening. But... I got to thinking about what could I do special for all my social media friends and all the drivers out there, something from Life Coach Service as a gift, as a Christmas gift. And I already offer a free consultation. The first time we talk will be a free session because I want – anyone interested to feel good and confident and have the opportunity to know that they feel like they're getting the best value for their money. And so what I'm going to offer is not only do you get your free consultation, um, I have several packages to choose from, but on package number two, which is $42, if you get that package, package number two, it's a one-time $42 session with me,
4: the next one is
5: free, and you can either use it for yourself or you can give it away to someone else as a a gift, and um, that would give two people four sessions or one person three sessions at just one price of $42, and I made it really easy to do. All you have to do is go to my website click on the free session button, fill out the form, and click send. And then I'll get back with you, and we can make arrangements of of a convenient time for both of us, and we'll set up that session time. And my website, Donna's mentioned it, but the website is www.lifecoachservice.net. And so um, I hope that'll be something to help out the drivers out there. I don't. I, it's not only drivers. It's for families of drivers. Anyone in the trucking community. If parents are having issues with their son being a driver, whoever is affected by the trucking industry is um, who I can work with. And I actually work with people that are not in the trucking industry, but but I'm putting my focus
4: on the drivers. Uh, As of about three
5: years ago, because of um, being in it and seeing the huge need, I I switched over from life coaching just the general public to focusing on drivers and their families. So by all means, check out my website. I've got a lot of great information on there. If that's something that's interesting to you, just click on the free session and I'll be talking to you soon. I'm looking forward to talking to you.
2: And plus, there's a, a free download on there—a 30-minute um, download. If you go to the homepage on the upper right-hand corner, and I've listened yes. to it, and it—it's just a. Anybody else would be putting that out there and you know charging like fifty dollars or something. And so, there's just a a world of free information on that website. And then with the free consult, um, you know, it, it's really a a, a great thing. A, a, that you're you're offering to the truck driver community plus um the 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 I guess it's like a buy one get one for your Christmas special, right? That forty two dollar yeah. mm-hmm. deal, is that the one? Yeah. That's right.
5: Okay. There's there's two different buttons. You've got a free session button and then you've got a sign up for the free download button. And all you do is put your email address in there and hit the button to sign up for it and you will get a free audio. And um, it is really good. I have I have had rave reviews over that audio. It's it's very helpful to listen to over and over and over again to pull yourself through some difficult situations. So you can listen to it as many times as you want to. It's not just a one-time thing. And uh, it's my gift to you. I want to make sure that I provide high value for my services because. The trucking industry is very important to me and I I just love all drivers and you no know, I love their families too because they are they are important. So right. I hope, and you do I hope you, you do a
2: world of, of good for the industry Thank you. and I hope people take advantage of of all this free information life coach net, and um So anyway, um Tom, Adela, you still there? I'm I'm just going to tell people, you know that it, there's a lot of people on here. Raise your hand, guys, or I'm going to just call on you. <laughs> just click one I'm on your keypad. Okay. I'm, I'm
7: still here. Her. Okay,
2: <laughs> <I just laughs> I'm still here, Donna. i do not ready for to open somebody's line and just surprise them. But uh, anyway, is there? I, what have we missed tonight? I mean, we've covered quite a bit. The the weather, okay. We've got drivers out there, Adela uh tom your lines are open and whoever else is listening i'm pretty sure you're a driver too what how does the weather affect you uh during the holidays or in general i mean what kind what does it do to your psyche uh going through all this weather the added stress um how do you deal with it what the white knuckle syndrome what is that (laughs)
6: The white knuckle syndrome, that's where you grip the steering wheel so so, so tight, your knuckles turn white. Oh, Besides
4: okay. All the other things yeah, is I guess
6: <laughs> that's it. Yeah, white knuckle syndrome, <clears throat>
7: yeah. Oh. Oh, uh, Go ahead, Tom. You, you, you well, get well in right in, the yeah. other syndrome that goes along uh, off that is what we call cotton pucker. That's because the weather was so bad, by the time you get uh, done, with, with you know, getting to a safe haven, you have to sit in your truck for about 30 minutes, not because you can't release the steering wheel, but because all the content has to return to your seats. Uh, but, 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 I, I, but, I mean, this time of year, personally speaking, if the weather starts getting to be even approaching any of those, if I have to get white um, knuckle syndrome or the pucker factor, that usually tells me I waited too long to pull over. I'm very blessed that I have a company that that preaches and believes that if the driver doesn't feel safe, and and it's not a company policy as to what is safe, it's the individual's driver's decision. So, you know, the, the brand newbie from the south of Florida versus the guy who's driven the Alaskan ice roads, they're each held to their own personal standard as to what is safe. And if you call in and say, hey, I don't feel the roads are safe, this is what I'm seeing, they're like, no problem, target driver, call us, you know, just stay in contact with us, let us know when you feel safe, and, and then get back out on the road. So I, I'm very blessed in, in that respect. But the biggest thing I see with weather is I think it makes it a little more difficult to be active, uh, particularly the last couple of winters when it's been so cold. You know, drivers spent one spend their time in one of two places. They spend their time in their truck with their heaters turned up on high or they spent their time in the truck stops cuddled up around cups of coffee when it's minus 20 and minus 30 outside, and and they really weren't either exercising or or staying active. So, And and I think that that lack of activity does add to both stress because you tend to put on weight, and you also tend not to feel as good because, you know, when you sit around and you're sedentary, that is more likely to make you more depressed. You know, if, if you listen to the fancy medical people, they say physical activity, for some people, can help with um, depression because of all the positive hormones that are rela- released. Sure.
5: Well, that has to do with the lymphatic system, the sedentary lifestyle, our lymphatic system, without going into a a, a school uh, lesson here, but our lymphatic system only moves when we move. So if we don't move, it doesn't move, and it's a lot Connected with our immune system and and how we fight off disease and and viruses and bacteria and different things, and if our and and with our circulatory system, it's sluggish. It's not getting the um, activity that it's needing and the stimulation that it's needing. And then when we sit when we sit a lot, we tend to eat a lot because there's nothing else to do and it's fun and enjoyable and then we sit there and we eat too much. And usually we're eating things that are not not what we should be eating. And so then when our gut is in turmoil, then the, the serotonin is a chemical that is made predominantly in, in the gut, when most people think it's in the brain. And serotonin is what makes us feel good. It's the feel-good chemical that our body makes. And when that chemical is not being made, we don't feel good. We don't feel like jumping up and saying, "Hey, have a great day today or y'all having a great day. you know we don't feel good inside so uh, there are several reasons why when we're just sitting around not being able to get up and move that we just don't feel good sure
6: that was that was a question that i that I had was. Do some of the foods that we're faced with during the holiday season? So you you got holiday foods, candy, sugar, extra sugar stuff, and you got the cold weather, ice and snow, and you can't move. Do the foods we eat contribute to an already starting uh, downtime syndrome? Uh, not syndrome uh, depression. Does, does yes. The, the that's the question. Does it does it contribute?
5: Absolutely, very much so. Very much so. If you can kind of get in tune with your body and start recognizing when you eat certain things how you react, like if you've just eaten a big old salad or a fruit salad or something and, and you're in a stressful situation, how you react. And if you've just sat down and eaten a big slice of cake or, or a couple packs of M&Ms or whatever is your thing to do, then how do you react to the, a similar situation after you've eaten that? You'll be surprised at the difference of how snappy and and grouchy and grumpy we are after we've eaten foods that aren't good for us.
0: Well, yeah. And
7: along with that, Carolyn, too, if we wait too long to eat, uh which, as drivers, you know, it's we never ever go five, six, seven, eight, ten hours in between meals. Never. But uh, uh, the thing is, is if you start waiting, waiting a while, you'll notice your energy levels start going down. You may start being snappy and grumpy and, and things of that nature. And then, as soon as you go and eat, you'll feel instantly human again.
5: That's right. And if you don't eat right. You'll feel human again for a short amount of time, and then you'll drop real fast after that. <laughs> but well, if you you'll crash. Huh? I'm
6: sorry. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I. I you're right. I grabbed a candy bar. Okay. Now I've gotten off. I I. You know, Daddy leaves temptation laying on the dash for me, and I ate the candy bar instead of eating a meal and uh I felt good for about fifteen minutes, then I crashed. I wanted to just curl up. I didn't want to wake up. I didn't want to move.
2: I felt terrible and then I felt guilty. Mhm. Gu- guilt. Yep, me too. I get guilty when I do when I know if I eat if I cheat and eat something I'm not supposed to. But I, I you know what I do? I counteract it. Now this is crazy I don't know if it's crazy. This is just what I do. If I eat something really bad, a little while later I'll make sure I eat something that I know is really healthy for me. I mean, call it what you want, but that's how I do it.
5: Well, one thing you will hear from me over and over and over, you might get sick of hearing it if you talk to me long enough, I will say if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So don't let these things be in your Area. Don't even bomb. Don't let them exist within your being. Don't let them be in your house. Don't let them be in your truck. Don't let them be in your pocket. Don't let them be anywhere. And and bombard yourself with things that are good. Have plenty of um, apples. If you can't keep as much fresh fruit, get as much fresh fruit as you can. And then nowadays they've got really good snacks. They're like freeze-dried fruit, freeze-dried apples, freeze-dried bananas. I don't know which one I love the best. Freeze-dried strawberries are so good. And you can always have those on hand where when you have run out of the fresh stuff in the truck, then you've got something like that. And it doesn't have to just be fruit. maybe carrots. Um, If you like celery, celery sticks with some sun butter or peanut butter or something on it. Um, different things just go down the fresh food section go through it all and just any bananas if you don't have a sugar issue Um, I I don't know there's so many different things guacamole get you some carrot sticks and some guacamole they've got now pre-made guacamole that's really good and guacamole has the good fats in it no sugars in it, the no good fats, and we need those good fats for good for our neurons to be able to connect, which helps us to think more clearly, and all of our cells need the good fats, and our brain needs good fats, so we all want to be able to think clearly all the time, because a lot of us, especially after you've had that candy bar, not only do you feel terrible, you probably aren't thinking very clearly either,
4: because of the
5: the up and the down, and the sugar gives us a brain fog lots of times. Sometimes you'll get a sugar headache. But um, just plan. Make a plan and don't let all that stuff come in your your area. And
6: well, that wouldn't I, be a problem if I drove by myself and Daddy listened to me. No. <laughs> well, There's just a couple of things I've noticed. We're that, working
5: together.
7: Sorry, Carolyn. Uh, there, there's something I've noticed is, is my mother, whenever I start putting some weight back on, like I have lately, says, you know, you're getting chubby or you look like you have a baby elephant. Uh, you're pregnant with a baby elephant. You know, just searching words of encouragement. My mo- mother's just a fountain of optimism. Uh, but then the next thing, she goes, would you like a candy bar? I have some snack cakes. Would you like something to take back to the truck with you? And I'm right, like, huh, right. you just said I'm fat and you're giving me quacks. Geez, <laughs> I love you. Uh, but <laughs> so sometimes you have to kind of put your foot. And I mean, one day I'll no, Mom, I can't have this on the truck. I, I know you're trying to be nice to me. I know you love me. I know you're t- trying to take care of me and make sure I have things I enjoy. I can't have this on the truck. It's it, it, it's evil incarnate for me. And so she started doing better and trying to get healthier snacks. But then what I started noticing is she was nice and trying to give me granola bars and other things that are, quote, unquote, healthy for you. Some of the so-called healthy snacks, when you go and read the read, read the back ingredient label, get a candy bar. It's actually better for you. It has less sugar, fewer ingredients. It, 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 like I said, some of these quote-unquote healthy granola bars are probably worse for you than some of the candy bars. Um, so that's something you, you've got to look into is is look at the back. Um, you know, Carol, I think you'll agree with me. You know, five to eight ingredients are probably the maximum, that you know, the maximum recommended. Uh, And if you can't pronounce it or you need a chemical degree to understand what it is, it's probably not the best snack. Um, but, But, you know, but that's not a hard and fast rule of thumb. But, those, I mean, those are a couple simple things. But, you know, find the things. The other thing, this is going to sound weird. A lot of times if I eat a salad, particularly if I don't make sure there's quite a bit of protein with it, Within 30 minutes, I will be exhausted. I'll be worse than if I just ate three candy bars. Um, now, if I, wait another, if I take a short nap or, wait a, or walk around or take another, let's say, wait another half hour to an hour, I'll feel great again. But for whatever reason, for me personally, if I don't make sure I get enough protein, if I have something like a salad, I'll notice that I feel worse short-term before I feel better long-term. Uh, And that's something I think goes along with what you were saying, Carolyn. Listen to your body because I can tell you what works for me, and another driver may tell you what what works for them, but it may not be what's right for you and your metabolism.
5: That's right. Most people look at the part on on the back of the label that has – so much percent salt, sodium, so much percent sugar, so much percent calcium, whatever. Sure, that's a good thing for them to have on there, but that's not what to look at. What you need to look at is are the ingredients, because if it has, well, you need to look at the sugars. If you have an issue with sugar, you do need to look at that part on the... Uh, I forget what that part is called. It lost me all of a sudden. But anyways, you've got to look at the ingredients and know what's in there. If so many things are made with synthetic man-made ingredients,
4: and if it's man-made, our bodies have no
5: idea what to do with it. It may make it taste good to our tongue, and it may give us a very short-lived feeling, a good feeling, but it's very short-lived and it is not beneficial to our bodies at all. Really? So definitely train yourself to read those ingredients on every single thing that
2: you purchase. And we talked about that last night on uh, the Real Women Truckers or the Women Truckers Network. Um, yes. Uh, about. Um, processed foods and reading labels and all this. I mean, people don't realize what you eat can actually lead to depression. So um, everybody, you're not going to believe this, uh, everyone, but people are still coming on this call, and it could be because of the time difference um, when you post something or something, you know, they get can people get confused with time but if you want to be a part of the the conversation click one on your keypad if you're listening through your phone and uh and then this will alert us and let us know or if you're just listening that's great too we we enjoy everybody and if you're on the internet and you just got on and you want to you know make a comment about uh the holidays your experiences advice the worst part of it for you and uh how you deal with it or just ask a question it's three, four um 3478269170 and then press 1 on your keypad so um getting back to the show uh I'm going to do one more commercial here. It's a, a short one, and then we'll be
0: right back.
3: Hey, everybody. Alan Smith here from Truth About Trucking Live and AskTheTrucker.com, and I want to tell you about TCRG Consulting. TCRG is a division of Transportation Compliance Resource Group, and with over 30 years of compliance and regulatory training and consulting, they are the company that can help you from the very start-up of your new trucking commercial business to keeping your company compliant and up-to-date on the ever-changing federal motor carrier regulations. Their goal is to help their clients to comply with the FMCSRs. TCRG Consulting makes your DOT compliance easy and understandable, and they work hard to prevent interruption of your daily operations. So if you're having trouble with DOT, just think TCRG. Their services include obtaining DOT numbers, obtaining operating authority, new entrant carrier setup and training, driver qualifications, driver drug and alcohol training, maintenance records, C. ESA carrier reviews and counseling, data queue filings, plus a whole lot more. So for more information, go to their website at tcrgconsulting.com or email them at regguy@comcast.net. at comcast.net. You can get a quote or ask an online question. So remember, if you're having trouble with DOT, just think TCRG. TCRG Consulting, information and assistance to help you comply. Check them out, TCRGConsulting.com.
4: Christmas is the time of year when we open our hearts to those less fortunate than ourselves. Many within the trucking community will need a little help this year. You can make Christmas for a fellow driver's family a little bit brighter by helping the Truckers Christmas Group. Visit truckerschristmasgroup.org to make a donation or buy a gift from the online store. All the proceeds stay within the trucking community. To help with this year's fundraising drive, please visit truckerschristmasgroup.org.
2: Well, welcome back, everybody. Um, What a great show tonight. Um, I hope it's helped uh, a lot of people listening tonight. We're talking about uh, trucking uh, through the holidays, Christmas time, missing family, and all the the different things, the the stresses you go through, and and how to um, alleviate those stresses. So, uh, some great callers uh, calling in, and and of course our guest Carolyn O'Byrne, uh from LifeCoachService.net, who's you know I always tell people she's just like a real a book of information and 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 help for a lot of people. So um, let's see, I still have Adela, your line's still open, and Tom. Let me see. Is your line open?
7: Yes, your line. I don't
2: know. Open. Is it? <laughs> yes, it is.
7: And uh... Uh, well, Don, if I can say something real quick, because I'm probably going to leave you guys here in just a second. I'm getting ready to go over the mountain uh, where I have no cell phone service. So sure. it, it's been a pleasure to talking to everybody tonight, and and Merry Christmas in all seriousness, to everyone. I hope you do have Thank a safe you, and blessed holiday. Uh, Thank and, you, you so know, much. If anybody would like to reach out to me just to find out more about some of the resources were mentioned, they can always reach me at roadtestedliving at gmail.com. And I'm more than happy to point them to some of the links and resources that I use. You know, Carolyn is a wonderful resource. Uh, so, you know, so she's obviously a, a, a good one uh, for different types of issues. Uh, but to answer your question earlier about the Falcon Eye dash cam, SD yes. is a type of memory card that stands for secure digital.
2: Oh, thank you. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, that's uh, for everybody who came on later, that's part of our um, uh, random drawing we're going to have in January for everybody who signs up for the Zyper app, which is xypper.com. And you go over there, download the free app, you get loads sent right to your uh Phone and read about it. It's unbelievable. Um, this is I can see this is a direction for uh, for for trucking. Forget load boards. It's not a load board. It's nothing like a load board. But just uh, sign up over at xypper and then you get your drawing for that uh, Falcon Eye dash cam. So that's what Tom is referring to. I didn't know what the SD meant on the description of the dash cam. So it's Security Digital, is that what you said, Tom? It's,
7: it stands for Secure Digital, and, and there's a bunch of different types of memory cards out there. That's just one of the flavors.
2: Okay. All right. Well, thanks. I appreciate you telling me that. So
7: anyway, you're very really welcome. The bills in the mail. Okay.
2: Yeah. Anyway, Merry Christmas to you too, Tom. Uh ha uh-huh, Bugs. <laughs> so. Anyway, we're kind of winding down. I wanted to just uh go over a few things with the with the highway bill that went through. Um and then we'll get back if there's any final uh notes on, on the holiday OTR trucking. Maybe somebody will raise their hand. I'm looking down the list. Hold on, give me time. I gotta go down, scroll down. Nope, nobody else's hand is up, so um Anyway, the highway bill went through, and uh, now we have uh, – today it came out also about e-logs, and uh, I guess they're going to come in effect December of 2017, so they're going to be posting that that rule. It should be posted uh, this month, and I just want to read a little something that OIDA had to say about this about the e-log, we are reviewing the rules details and will be interested to learn the specifics on how the agency intends to deal with the issue of harassment. We know of no technology that automatically tracks a driver's record of duty status, and so ELDs will not be able to verify compliance with hours of service regulations. ELDs can only track movement of a tr- of a truck and approximate location, not the work status of a driver, which requires input from the driver. The government's own data shows that carriers with ELDs crash more, not less, based on miles traveled. Also note that ELDs can be revised remotely by a carrier. So anyway, that's just the comment uh from OIDA about this new e-log that's going to be going on the books. And we will be having a show discussing this and the hiring standard that was thrown out of the highway bill, which would have made shippers and brokers uh, liable for hiring those who were not rated satisfactory, and it would have devastated owner-operators as most of them are unrated. So they threw that hiring standard right out. The Denim Amendment that we were pushing for – to, to be struck out of the uh, transportation bill. We were really happy to be part of that victory. It was uh, eliminated, would have ruined the possibilities of uh, a driver pay increase, and we had two shows about that if you want to learn more about that. And um, they didn't lower the age limit except for those who, who have driven in the military, no larger trucks, and, of course, the uh, coercion rule which protects drivers uh, from being coerced by either shippers, carriers, and if they get caught, uh, there's a sixteen, up to a sixteen thousand dollar fine if uh, they're they're found out, and it's up, it's going to be up to the driver to file that, and I, uh, FMCSA will have more details about that on how to file, and uh, so forth. So those are some of the hot topics right now as far as regulatory, and we're hoping for a show on Saturday for that. So, uh coming back to tonight's show and um trucking through the holidays. Uh uh I just checking again, no more hands up. Um so on a final note, anybody have any final words of encouragement uh as I we wanted end the show something tonight? I ahead, wanted to Carol. add something
5: that we were talking about a while ago about <clears throat> eating right and and other people having the things that we don't want to eat in our area and not supporting us on that and actually giving us junk to eat. Right. It takes a strong person. It takes inner strength to make a decision on what you want to do and to keep that decision. And so when we don't have that support, that means we have to be stronger inside. And you can take that as a negative to where – Uh, I don't have support, they're not supporting me. Or you can turn that very same thing around and become stronger within yourself and know that the more someone is not encouraging you, the stronger you become. And I don't think anyone would argue with the fact that it's a, a wonderful reward and a good feeling to be a strong person within yourself for the right reasons. You don't want to be a strong person in the wrong direction, but a strong person in the right direction. So sometimes we need that other end of the uh, have, making it a little bit harder on us to grow that inner strength within us, so that we can not be tempted by these things that once has have, have tempted us. So it's very possible to do. You can do it. You can be stronger. And everybody has it within them to grow in strength. So you don't even need anyone else to, to if you have that within yourself, sure, it's wonderful to have encouragement, but you can be that inner encouragement and grow in strength within yourself. So I just wanted you to add the, that, too.
2: Yeah, well, I think that's so important because, and, and plus, too, it's like a muscle. You know, the more you exercise your muscles uh the 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 bigger they get well it's the same thing every time you exercise that inner power that you have it becomes stronger and we don't realize how strong we really are you know until we're put into situations um but uh for everybody who came on late tonight um if if you'd like to listen to the whole show because there was a lot of great information in uh, the early part of the show all our shows are archived. Uh, you can go right to the main page and scroll down and pick whatever show you want and listen to the replay. And this, this replay should be up in about an hour or so. Um, but you can just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash truth about trucking. And that's our channel on Blog Talk Radio. And you can, you can listen to any one of the replays. Also, we repost the replays on all of our social media pages. Uh, including Twitter and uh, Facebook and and Google. So, um, you know, I know a lot of people didn't come in until, like, the very last end, and I'm sorry you missed the beginning part because it's a great show. So I want to thank everybody tonight for for coming on. Carolyn, I can't thank you enough for taking time. I know how busy you are. I don't think everybody else knows how busy you are, but I sure do. And uh, I appreciate all the the information that you offer drivers um you know on Facebook uh other social media and especially through your website and that website again for everybody is lifecoachservice.net go over there get your free download get your free session sign up and uh and you'll be so glad you did lifecoachservice.net so uh, good night, everybody. Uh, thanks again for coming on. Uh, Till next time, uh, and I'm going to say it, Merry Christmas, everybody. I'll probably say it a few more times before
0: Christmas as our shows go on.
2: You've been listening to
1: Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. On behalf of Alan and Donna Smith, Ask truckingsocialmedia.com, Trucker.com, Trucking North American Trucking Blog Talk Radio, and Ask the Trucker Live. I'm J. Michael Collins. Until next time, drive safe and thanks for listening. Bad DOT.
0: You're on me, high fuel, crazy rules, flat tire, no tools, traffic jam, flim flam, run around by Uncle Sam, cheap freight, overweight, they say I'm always running late, nafta, messy bugs, coffee from a thermos mug, four wheelers switching lanes, driving crazy in the rain, bad red.